Welcome, Talking Fight fans. It's me, your host, Jay Velez. Hey, you know, I want to give a big thank you to everybody that is joining live today. Uh, muchas gracias para toda mi gente latina que eh, posible que entren a mi canal este día. Y, uh, and for all my people in Thailand, Swati Kap, Kap Kap, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. I know a lot of you fans out there are watching. So, yesterday it was a night of great fights where where do i start but let, let let's let's get it going with uh the junior uh, featherweight prospect subaru murata versus jose negrete uh subaru uh, murata he's a three-time amateur champion uh and he stopped jose negrete in the first uh, round Subaru with a beautiful foot movement. Then Jose overextended. Murata came over the top with uh, a clean straight left hand that dropped Jose. Uh, a little sad, disappointed. I get. I, I didn't get to see a little bit more of this young fighter. Um, sometimes when you know you only got four rounds or six rounds to fight when you're coming up. Then you got to put it all out on the line uh, in the first initial rounds. So, but hey, it was a great fight. You know, he showed his power and his class. And you know what? There's a lot of good fighters coming out of uh, Japan. Um, too bad anyway, won't be fighting uh, soon. Uh, supposedly his uh, fight got pushed back uh, to the third week of July. So uh, hoping to uh, watch that. Uh, live and uh that's gonna be a great showdown but uh this kid young kid three-time amateur champion in japan you know be on the lookout he's gonna be you know someone to you know he's, he's gonna be a wrecking ball uh they're gonna throw him in the mix in that super band weight division and you know let's see let's see you know because we also got in in there too so um and moving forward moving along to uh, because he was he was on the uh, preliminary fight card. So uh, moving forward uh, with uh, Raymond Murata versus Humberto Galindo. Uh, Raymond Murata, a fighter out of uh, one of those uh, stables down um, in Texas. Murata started, uh, he started a little slow. He seems like he did not, uh, he was not able to warm up enough uh, before the fight. Uh, he came in, he was cold, didn't have a drop of sweat on him. And, you know, it was always up to about the third round when he started stepping things up. You know, first two, first two three rounds, you know, every time he stepped, stepped right, he started getting popped. You know, Galindo was a very, very tough opponent for him. And, you know, let, 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 let's see. Let's see what, what, what happens uh, throughout the fight. Uh, in about 35 seconds left in the first round, Murata got knocked down with a flash hook, but it was a flash hook. You didn't see it. Got up right away, continued uh, to box. Uh, hello, hello, Blanca Iri from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so he, he got up. He was able to box uh, after that third round. His coach, you know, told him, hey, 
you you need to start uh you know boxing you need to start moving you know every every time every time you're gonna get close to to the ropes you need to you know move away uh from get off the ropes and uh you know he did exactly that he did exactly that um that 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 round on the third round it was scored for galindo 10 8 uh but the fight continued murata continued to fight uh against the ropes uh allowing uh galindo to throw punches and uh, in the third round he stayed off the ropes and started going uh to the body uh commentators on that fight uh we were making jokes about galindo's uh devil tattoo um and that was like a bullseye for murata i mean murata started just you know throwing that left hook to that body uh eventually started slowing down gassing uh, galindo up and um you know they they it was it was a hard fought battle uh the the, the whole fight um every it got up to the uh it went up to the last rounds where galindo found placement for his left hook and was able to, uh, I mean, Murata found uh, placement for his left hook and was able to get Galindo out of there. Uh, Galindo could not beat the 10 count and uh, Murata won by TKO in the ninth round. Uh, so that was, that was one of the, uh, that was one of the fights. Um, I was, I was very eager to watch that. Uh, like I said, he's out of the Robert Garcia uh, Boxing Academy. Uh, that stable there, you know, they got a lot of pretty good fighters and, you know, and, and they, most of the time they, they come and then that they dominate uh, their opponents. So it was, it was good to watch, you know, Robert Garcia has been doing a great job with this young fighter. And, uh, and that brings me to a point uh, of adversity. Adversity is one of those things in life that you got it or you don't and you go through it or you don't and that makes you the person that you are you know best thing is to watch somebody fall and then come back up with vengeance you know with determination you know eager to succeed in life and you know those are the type of analogies that i continuously push forward um, and will be pushing forward on the blood sweat and boxing show uh, through talk and fight. So, you know, uh, kudos to Murata, uh, real good fighter. Uh, you can see towards, you know, the, the, the end rounds, second half of the fight, he really started, you know, working, working Galindo. And, uh, like I said, kudos to him and to, to, and to Robert, uh, Robert's, uh, Garcia's, uh, team. And on that same show, a stellar co-main event champion versus champion. Shanine Superbad Estrada took on Tina Rupert. Superbad Estrada walked in <laughs> and on her walkout, uh, she was with her signature hero cape, which she does in every fight. I mean, I think it looks cool. I don't know what you think about that, but I think it looks super cool. She's super bad. You know, she has amazing talent. You know, her skills are unmatchable, uh, and you know she 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 did her thing. She did her thing. So Shanice, the beginning of the fight, she started doing something that she never does, which is uh, pop that jab. You know, so she was popping that jab, popping that jab, popping that jab, 
And, uh, you know, her foot movement, you know, how the way she was circling her angles, uh, her switching, you know, she'll throw the left hook and then she'll pivot and then and then switch to the uh, southpaw stands and, you know, continued that the whole night. She did not let down. She did not have a round off. I mean, you got to remember these these women fight so hard also because it's two minute rounds. So but she didn't let off the gas. She did not let off the gas. Uh, like I said, she had some beautiful angles, footwork, uh, started to make it look easy in the ring. Uh, second round, Estrada never allowed Tina to set up her shots. Uh, her, her movement, her head movement, you know, was giving Tina uh, Rupert a very hard time. Uh, and that continued on the whole fight. You know, about midway, I believe it was round seven, uh, Rupert's corner told her, hey, you're losing. You're losing. So Rupert, you know, came out in that sixth or seventh round, I believe it was, swinging. Swinging, caught Estrada with a, with a clean one. And then Estrada, you know, kind of caught on, started blocking and started holding Rupert back. Uh, Rupert then eventually ended up, you know, kind of slowing down in that round uh, and uh, towards the second half of that round, you know, super bad as Shrada started taking over. And the, the the same thing continued through the whole fight. Uh, I was I was happy to see her uh, win. Now she is uh, the WBC, the new WBC, the WBA, and the Ring Magazine champion. Uh, Ring Magazine, you know, that, that belt is not won. It's given to the best fighters in the weight class division. And she is definitely the best fighter and the minimum weight at 105, 105 pounds. So again, it was an amazing, amazing fight. She, you know, my my, my jaw was, was down on the floor. Uh, I actually, this is the best performance that I've seen her have. Sometimes, you know, when you're going against another champion, uh, you know, and somebody as high quality as Rupert, um, you know, you, you kind of uh, tend to uh, not look so good. Uh, but on the second note, on a second note, uh, Rupert, I think her biggest issue was that she spent her whole entire career fighting over in Europe, where she uh, was never able to uh, fight against different styles uh, of boxers. You know, there's uh, several different styles in the world, uh, several different, you know, manners that that people are trained and taught how to how to throw punches and how to how to fight uh, unfortunately for her she you know she spent her whole entire career and this was her you know debut in the united states and with against you know none other than shanice superbad estrada so uh like i said it, it's it's a great moment great time for women's boxing uh, there's some big up and coming you know uh, women's uh, main card boxing uh, shows coming up soon, and I can't continue. I can't wait to uh, start watching them. Uh, and, and 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 you know, so and that was just a co-main event for the top ranked fight. Uh, main event was um, Jose Carlos Ramirez against Richard Comey. Um, you know, both fighters have lost in the past. Um, you know, Ramirez uh, with a long layout, layoff 
think he was off about a year. Um, he turned down several uh, big money uh, fights, you know, titles involved um, because, you know, he's always trying to look for that perfect matchup for himself. Uh, Richard Comey, on the other hand, this man is never afraid to fight anyone. He will step in the ring. You know, he, he's done it with the lights of Vasily Lomachenko, uh, you know, uh, Lopez. Um, and, you know, he's, he's the type of fighter that will always uh, go off on his shield. Um, those are the type of fights that, you know, fight fans want to watch. And, you know, I, I, we were lucky to have, uh, you know, experienced it. So, yeah. So moving on uh, to them, uh, just as expected, this fight started explosive with Comey showing early signs of being hurt to the body. You know, that first round, both of them started just throwing punches and bunches, uh, landing with clean shots. And uh, Comey was hurt to the body. He, he kind of, you know, went on the ropes and, and made it seem like he wasn't hurt. But he was definitely hurt. You know, I had to watch it several times just to see his body language. And he was definitely hurt to the body. Um, and that first round, Jose Ramirez threw uh, about 80 punches in one round, which, you know, honestly, that is one of the fastest starts that I've ever seen in a boxing match. And Jose Ramirez did it. You know, that that's what the, the, the fans uh, want to see. That's what they pay for, you know, the... That arena was uh, pretty packed. You know, I believe I did not see one seat empty. Uh, and Ramirez was fighting at home. Again, in the second round, as things, uh, uh, he, he, he threw, Ramirez threw a stinging left hook uh, to the body, uh, made Comey take several steps back as uh, he leaned against the ropes and Ramirez kept blasting to the body. Uh, all the ways until the end of that second round. Uh, Ramirez just looked too strong at the beginning of the fight, but always so dangerous. Comey uh, hit Ramirez with a right hand to the middle in the middle of the fourth round. Uh, Comey uh, and, and you know it staggered him. Uh, unfortunately, Comey didn't capitalize and allows Ramirez to re regain his senses. Uh, seems like after a great fourth round. Uh, for Comey, he did come out on the fifth uh, looking like his normal self. Um, sometimes, you know, when you got an old car, you got to warm it up in the morning in order for it to run property throughout the day. So, you know, you're you walking in that ring at 36 years old, uh, you know, a lot of miles on his body. Uh, but at the same time, he is a warrior, someone that we love to see, uh, see fight. And, you know, I was so excited to, you know, uh, to, to see him turn it up after, you know, the first uh, few rounds that weren't going his way. Um, then in the sixth round, Comey uh, comes out swinging like a madman. I mean, he was just, just swinging. Uh, most of those punches were wasted punches where he also, you know, wasted some of that energy that, you know, that he had. Uh, he was probably saving up for the second uh, later half of the fight. Uh, now in round number seven, Comey's uh, face uh, showed signs of wear and tear, but that was his best round. Um, he dominated uh, Jose Carlos Ramirez in that round. Um, and, you know, it, it probably could be because Ramirez wanted to take a round off, but you could see uh, following those rounds that he was kind of gassed out 
Um, uh, and then uh, Comey found another gear. He really did. He found another gear, but to no avail, uh, because so did uh, Jose Ramirez. Uh, he found a, a different side of himself. He pushed through um, and, and those later rounds, and he was able to stop Comey with uh, a left hook uh, to, to, to the liver. Uh, and Comey just, you know, went down on one knee and it looked like it looked as he did not want to continue the fight. Um, he, you know, he took that knee. He was looking down. Referee was counting. Comey was like, hey, shook his head a couple of times. I'm done. I'm done. And like I said, kudos to him. It's been a long career for Richard Comey. Uh, he, he's always fought the top dogs in his division. And, you know, this was his second fight in the uh, junior welterweight division. Uh, so he's not, you know, a, a, a typical, he, he doesn't typically fight in the 140 pounds. So he did, you know, he did move up in weight class uh, and, and, you know, where he was always normally in the 135 pound uh, division. Um, his, his power difference in and between divisions uh, was significantly changed uh, due to him having to fight bigger opponents. Uh, but again, you, you can't knock the guy. Warrior, warrior, warrior. You know, he did his thing. And at the end of the day, you know, we got to take our hats off to him. You know, take take him off because this guy really has given us a lot of great fights. Um, I don't know what's instilled for him in the, in the future. I don't know if he has any more gas left in the tank. I, I really do hope so that, you know, I hope that he comes back and um, he's able to, you know, just, you know, fight, uh, pick and choose his fights. I believe that, his, you know, his time of uh, fighting these tough fights uh, might be coming to an end, uh, but he's still got a little bit left. You know, he might, if he retires now, he might miss the game and eventually he's gonna end up coming back. So, you know, until he loses, uh, you know that that passion that fire and desire that he has you know uh, just keep fighting but once you once you feel like you have to get up and go like i said i salute you my hat's off to you and and good luck good luck champ good luck definitely um now after that spectacular fight um i want to talk a little bit about the Benavidez against Plant card, um, and that card, uh, you see the lights. There was a fight, Chris Colbert against Rayo Valenzuela, where uh, Chris Colbert got knocked down uh, with a flash knock knockdown in the first round. Um, after that, it was you know several rounds of back and forth, um, but at the end of 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 that fight. Um, Rayo Valenzuela lost in a controversial decision. Uh, and they gave it to Chris Colbert in a unanimous decision. And it was controversial because even the crowd was not happy. Um, so when the crowd's not happy, that's not good. Not good for business. You know, we want to make sure that the fighters that are winning these rounds end up with a W at the end of the day. And, you know, there's no favoritism uh, due to, you know, styles and, 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 and what, you know, what, what makes it happen. But anyways, moving on to the main event, 
Benavidez against Plant. Okay. First three rounds, I give him to Plant. You know, he, he, had, he had his legs underneath. He had, you know, it's, you know, he first round, so he has a bunch of energy uh, to spend. You know, he was, you know, a little dancing, you know, uh, throwing that jab, throwing that jab. Um, this is the slowest I've ever seen Benavidez start off. But Benavidez, obviously, he was not fighting just anybody. He was fighting, you know, the former IBF uh, world uh, middleweight champion, uh, which, you know, lost his belt to uh, none other than Canelo uh, Alvarez. And, um, and you know, he had a spectacular win on his last fight against uh, Anthony uh, Durrell. Uh, but this is a different story, <laughs> different monster. Uh, like I said, Benavidez kind of started slow, slower than he, where he normally starts. And to me, he was studying plant, studying plant, letting plant, you know, throw his punches, move around, uh, expend a little energy. Um, and then after that third round, it was it was a back and forth action, you know, and then he ended up taking over uh, the second half of the fight. Um, those are the types of fights that I want to you know, be, you know, broadcasting and, 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 and showing up blood, sweat and boxing, because those are the fights that, that everybody wants to see, you know, especially me, it's a hard fought battle between two guys that really did not like each other uh, at the beginning. Uh, but I believe that they won each other's respect. Um, and if they didn't, I would love to see it again. But right now, uh, Benavidez, is the number one mandatory challenger to Canelo Alvarez. Um, but Canelo Alvarez has a fight on May 6th in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico, where he will be facing John Ryder. After that, uh, you know, sources, and you can see it everywhere, so it's not just sources, but uh, I'm being told that he's really, really wanting to uh, have that rematch with uh, Bivol. We don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I don't think that Canelo wants any other fight but the Bevo fight. Um, so if we did get the Bevo fight in September, then it there is a possibility that Canelo and uh, we could see a, a matchup between Canelo and Benavidez in uh, 2024. Um, that's going to be a real, real grand prize uh, fight for the fans. It's going to be a big money fight. You know, you got the number one uh, uh, ranked boxer in the super middleweight division versus the king of the boxing sport, you know, the face of boxing, uh, the, the, you know, the Canelo Alvarez, he's been around for, for such a long time. He's been giving us so many great shows. And, you know, right now he is the undisputed king and you cannot take that away from him. Um, he still has fire. I tell you, he still has fire. You know, he is, a, you know, a Mexican fighter. He hates to lose at anything he does, whether it's golf, boxing, or, you know, just, just playing, <laughs> just playing whatever game he likes to play, but he hates to lose. So he's, he's coming back, um, after, you know, a wrist surgery to fight John Ryder and then looking forward, uh, to fight, uh, Bivol in September. Hopefully that fight happens. And um, if it don't, then we will love to uh, see him fight Benavidez. Um, so, you know, for right now, guys, 
that that's all I got for you. Uh, thank you for joining my show. You know, humbly uh, thank everyone for stopping by and, you know, just uh, li listening uh, to everything that I have to say today. Um, I couldn't do this without you. I couldn't do this without, you know, the almighty. Um, y, y mucho gusto para mi gente latina, mi gente de Puerto Rico. Wepa, <laughs> wepa, all, all my people, you know, from the United States and all over the world, everybody in Thailand that is always, you know, also uh, always so supportive of me, you know, cop um cop, you know, uh, and, you know, God bless everybody. And uh, tune in to uh, next week uh, show of Blood, Sweat and Boxing at 12 p.m. Eastern time. See ya.